You're listening to Mike and Kristen. The podcast. I'm Mike, a musician, writer, and producer. And I'm Kristen, a painter, writer, and designer. Our show is all about following dreams, taking chances, and what life as an artist is really about. Together, we bring you weekly guest interviews and thought-provoking conversations. Let's go! Hello, beautiful people out there in podcast land. We are Mike and Kristen, and this is a very special episode. This is our 100th episode. 100th episode. One zero zero. Isn't that an amazing feeling, Kristen, to have gotten this far in our podcasting journey? It really feels like a special milestone, and we are celebrating with cake and with cake, tequila that tequila. our friends brought us. And it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're not huge Valentine's Day celebrators, but this gives us reason to maybe we can do a heart shaped cake with a hundred on it. Well, it's going to be a cheesecake, isn't it? To determine that. Yes, but we can cut cheesecake into whatever shape we want. Yeah, can Sobies though? Because we're getting <laughs> it made there. <laughs> that's the challenge. So this is our hundredth episode, which. We were told at the start, most podcasts last seven episodes. Mm -hmm. So we have surpassed that and it feels very good. We've met some amazing people. We've, we've had people come into our life that we never would have expected in various different ways. And yeah, we've learned so much ourselves. I'm really proud of us. It takes a lot to show up for anything for a hundred weeks in a row. Yeah. And... I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah, we, we, we just got back from Orlando and learned so much. We're just starting to slowly implement some things from that podcast uh, conference that we attended. And yeah, I, I feel like we're, we're I, I came back with a, a new enthusiasm, which I know we, we both did. And we both are really excited moving forward and where this will all go. And I, I guess the exciting thing about this week 100th episode is that we're celebrating with a very, very special guest, Shirley Hilchey, who is 100 years old herself. Shirley turned 100 on Halloween, Halloween yeah. of 2023. And we were connected to Shirley through our friend Sarah Moriarty, who we met at Togetherland this past summer and has become a friend of ours. Yeah. So thank you, Sarah, for making that connection. And to Parkland in Dartmouth, who so graciously welcomed us and set everything up for us to chat with Shirley in, in her home yeah. now, essentially. And we wanted to do something special for this 100th episode. and we, we brainstormed for a while, like, wow, what can we do that's a little bit outside the box of what we normally do? And we just thought it would be perfect to interview someone who has lived 100 years on planet Earth and what they must have experienced and learned and the valuable lessons that they would have to maybe impart upon us and our listeners as we continue to move forward in, in our lives and in our episodes. So Shirley was amazing. We set up all the stuff in, a, it was like a, a break room kind of spot. And then she just walked in like she was the boss. She is the boss. Yeah, Shirley is the boss. She was very coherent and funny. She was articulate. She shared a lot of memories. She really stole the show. I mean, yeah. Shirley carries this interview, as you will hear. <laughs> you and I had to inject very few questions to carry this dialogue along. And I think it really shows not only her intact memory and spirit, but just how enjoyable it is for seniors or, or anyone for that matter to reflect on their own life and Shirley met her husband when they were in school she didn't say exactly when but some point in school age yeah, school yeah. age yeah they so they were together for an incredibly long time he passed away was it two years ago that's right so very late in both of their lives yeah what a love story that is to yeah. be launching on Valentine's and she, Day. Yeah, that that's a, a, a storyline that emerged that we didn't know would. And it was, it was 
beautiful. They were together for mm. 80, 80 some years. And that's, yeah, right up until the, the very end, they, they got to, to share this life together. And, and in talking to her, she often brought the story back to her and her husband and just their experiences together. So it is a really nice love story. They had a strong partnership. She spoke a lot about working hard from a young yeah. age and that being just something required of her and her family, but that she took that skill set with her, that that state of mind rather, into yeah. her older years. And I would say she was active for yeah. most of her life and friendship was important to her. And really being open-minded to new experiences. She's only been in Parkland for five years. Yeah. So that she was open to having change well into her 90s even. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And in, in the chat, we were, I was kind of maybe kind of looking for, hey, did, was it this thing that made you live to be 100? Or was it this or that? And there was no like definitive thing. Oh, well, I ate... All of I drank a gallon of olive oil a week for my whole life, or whatever. There's there was no like one definitive thing, mm -hmm. but like you said, in the conversation, things came up that she always had a group of friends like really close to her, and she was always playing bridge and and card games, and just always had this very very social network around her and her partnership with her husband, and yeah, she really talks about hard work and going through these hard experiences like she didn't have an easy life like i don't want to say like she had like a really hard life but she she had to work for a lot of the things that she she got in her life and she says a couple times like oh all these people i know who were rich they're all dead now <laughs> like you know, she's just referencing all these different people that would have passed away like because if you live that long you're obviously going to see a lot of people in your circles move on and and yeah like the, the these people with money they didn't they didn't live as long as her like all all these little things that we often try to get while we're we're living aren't necessarily the keys to to longevity or to even being happy it just seems like she she had good people in her life she, the things she got, she earned, and she, I'm assuming she would have felt some type of reward for like, yeah, I worked hard to get the money to buy this thing. This is, this is, uh, something I achieved on my own by, by really putting myself out there. Yeah. Sh Shirley really embodied what I imagine of a Nova Scotian. Yeah. Her, her life is such a classic Nova Scotian story. A lot of our, Parents and grandparents and great parent great grandparents grew up with very little money. Yeah. She described her old home and the discovering the insulation when they were doing some renovations. Yeah. I don't want to give away everything, but even that story was something I had in common with my childhood. Yeah. She really reminded me of my own grandmother. Both of our grandmothers lived to be, well, yours 99 and yeah. mine 98. Yeah. Uh, my great-grandfather was 102 when he passed away, yeah. so there's some good genes there too. But she really, I, I felt like her story was so relatable to us as, yeah. as East Coasters. And she, she earned it all. You she know? really she, did and was proud of that yeah. and, and recognized that about her life. So, and something going back to the takeaways that we learned about the direction of our podcast was thinking about niching down in some yeah. ways, we'll say, and focusing on some of these fascinating Nova Scotian stories. Yeah. So not necessarily restricting that to just creative people or community leaders necessarily, but finding those sweet stories from anyone that is from this part of the world. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a place that we're proud of and we represented while we were away and, and will at the next couple of conferences that we're attending. But discovered this uniqueness about our podcast, how not only are we highlighting stories from this part of the world, but they're all done in person. Yeah. And Shirley's was no exception. We went yeah. to her house this time. Yeah. yeah, moving forward with 
Mike and Chris in the podcast, we, yeah, we really want to focus on Nova Scotia and kind of be a voice for these amazing people here. And Shirley is certainly one of those. And yeah, she's just, just felt like we were chatting with someone we've knew we've known her whole life. And it was, it was nice. And I thought she was yeah like a, like a grandmother. It was another example of a unique experience that you and I got to share from this work that we're doing with yeah. the podcast. And we also have a couple of other exciting announcements to share before we get to our segment, our new segment. Yeah. One being that we have a brand new sponsor. Yes. That we're very excited about. The legend herself. The legend herself. None other than Nancy Regan. Nancy is like the boss of all bosses. Nancy is <laughs> a good friend of ours now. We're very fortunate to have her in our life. She's a former podcast guest. And probably doesn't need much of an introduction no. to our listeners here in Nova Scotia. She's basically royalty. Yeah. And she is promoting her book and her audiobook, but she's also honestly just promoting you and I. Yeah. She's become just a, an avid supporter and checks in on us, gives us tips. I often look to her for advice. So we're really proud to have Nancy sponsoring us and her book. From Showing Off to Showing Up, An Imposter's Journey from Perfect to Present is likely on many of your shelves, but she's also launched an audiobook version of this writing. Which, which is amazing. Which you and I have listened to yeah. on two separate trips to Cape Breton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll say I read Nancy's book and I, I loved it, uh, but hearing her read the audiobook, I felt like there were a lot of nuggets of wisdom and tips and reflections that i picked up on yeah hearing it in that way i like she she asked us to offer feedback and i'm like as we're <laughs> listening i'm like well like there's no one better in the world to like read or just to, to do an audiobook than nancy like what are we gonna say oh you should have pronounced this this way <laughs> I, we're scrambling we have to say something other than it's perfection yeah but really our feedback is that it's perfection yeah her voice alone she could yeah she could just read my grocery list and i would be She's soothed. the best yeah so that's our review is that her audiobook is perfect <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's a just a powerful story that I think many many people can relate to. And I, I as I, I was listening to it, I I'm like I I feel this way now. Like this is exactly. something I can learn from, and like just to try to just yeah be be more myself, not not affected by the opinion of other people, and not as she says, what the neighbors say. Yeah. So yeah, it's really powerful, and she she's awesome, and yeah, wish her all the success with 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 that and everything she does, which is always successful because she's amazing. Yeah, so you're gonna hear some of those ads in the next uh, number of weeks in yeah. the podcast and our fundraising efforts, we'll call it our packages yeah. that we're selling to help us uh, go to those conferences that we referenced is still active and live. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. We were getting ready to do some family portraits and make postcards and yeah. put those packages together for everyone. Come, come May is when our, our goal is to have those yeah. out. So thanks for your patience, folks, while those are being put together. And yeah, before we get to Shirley, we have our, our new segment. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a weekly segment where we discuss a quote or something we found inspiring or just, uh, yeah, just interesting. And we want to have a name for this segment. And we currently, the first week, Kristen on air named it the Blue Noser. Brain exercises. Blue Noser brain <laughs> exercises. Which this was with rolls off the tongue so half smoothly. a second of thought. Yeah. So I admitted that it was a poor choice for a segment title. I, I knew that. And we have put it out there that if anyone has a replacement name, yeah. we'd love to hear and it. And we got one from a friend which uh, we like, and this is going to be this week's the 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 current chosen title is "Thoughts and Things" by our good friend Rod Leahy. Yeah, Rod gave us that idea. So and Celeste 
his wife are, are they're both our dear friends. They both came up with a lot of excellent choices for us. But this one felt just really simple, but also open enough that we could steer this segment yeah. in a different direction each week if we chose to do that. Thoughts and things with Mike and Kristen. Thoughts and things. Thoughts and things. Yeah, it's playful. So I have selected this week's quote, and it is from another inspiring senior yeah. who I love so much, the one and only Betty White, the late yeah. Betty White, who passed away very shortly before her 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. And the quote that sh- I'm going to read from Betty is, my mother always used to say, the older you get, the better you get, unless you're a banana. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's awesome and if you're a baker maybe you disagree with that because an, an old banana is good for banana making bread. banana bread but that, the older you get the better you get that's well in Shirley's case that's that's very true she's a hundred year old badass strolling into a room doing an interview with two strangers and just taking the bull by the horns and confidence is a 10 out of 10 yeah I hear this from a lot of older women in particular in my life because I'm fortunate to have a lot of older women in my life. And I take advantage of being able to ask them for their advice on yeah. where, what should I expect and where is life going? And I've even asked them things about menopause and first kiss. And I, like, I really want to know like where their head is at and so many of them have talked about how life only gets better with age. Yeah. And if you're fortunate enough to continue to age, that really is something for us to look forward to rather than be afraid of. Well, that, unless you're a banana. Unless you're a banana, which we're not, but, so we're okay. But like you said, even even when you're you're a banana, you can become banana bread. That's right. So it's all smooth sailing from here. I love that. We'll embrace our wrinkles. We'll embrace our gray hair and wear them with pride. And yeah, and give zero fucks about uh, everything that other people think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's just the follow as a follow up quote said right here from yeah. Mike Ryan. But that's kind of from back to Nancy. Like her her whole her whole book is kind of about that. That's right. There's a certain lightness about being able to live your authentic life and perfect doesn't exist and if you get to keep getting older if you get to keep celebrating birthdays then why not have fun with it and embrace it and just continue to get better and better yeah well let's just jump in to our chat with with shirley shirley hilchey 100 years old as of halloween incredible woman a great nova scotian gal we know she has some grandkids and great grandkids out there and maybe maybe they're listening but uh yeah we we think shirley's awesome and wish her just yeah all the best and in her her taking over parkland over there where she's surely uh, in charge the godmother yeah yeah <laughs> well thank you so much everyone for tuning in a hundred weeks in a row This has been joyful work for us to do, and we'll keep showing up every Wednesday. Thanks for listening, buds, and uh, here's Shirley. Hope you don't ask me any questions I can't answer. (laughs) We're not here to stump you on anything. We just want to learn about you. Oh, yeah. You're an expert in that field. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel comfortable there, Shirley? Yeah, I feel very comfortable here, yeah. Yeah, and you got a full belly. You just had your lunch. Yeah, good. What did you have today? I have it. usually have a sandwich. Okay. A open sandwich. Mm -hmm. Did you like cooking and baking yourself? Oh, yes, that's what I did. I was always in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, my 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 family was always out there golfing or curling or doing things like that. Yeah, you know? but I didn't always wasn't always in the kitchen. I worked at the at the telephone company when I first before oh. I got married, and I worked there for four years. I I lived in Halifax for a while. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Halifax, but when they yeah. had a house over in Halifax, yeah, off of Crumpo Road. And then my husband was in the Merchant Navy, 
we went we went to school together actually, mm. and uh, and after he he went overseas, and after the war was over, we he joined the Northern Electric. Then we were transferred to Montreal. We were there for six years. <laughs> I didn't like that too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> In '59, we came back. And we bought a house up on Simon Street. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for 59 years. Yeah. And believe you me, it was a hard to leave your house. <laughs> but then I fell and broke my hip. And oh, my, wow. my, my husband got sick. And he went over to Camp Hill. And at that time, we, we, women were allowed over there, see. So I came here. I knew a lot of people here then. And uh, so I've been here for nearly five and a half years now. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. And you you celebrated I was a mile four when I came in, huh. and huh. I'm just now starting to feel the effects of uh, my bad shoulder. That's all. But I take pills, you know, to help it. You know, mm-hmm. it's quite a change, you know. But they look after you good here. That's the main thing when you can't look after yourself. That's just it. And and you celebrated a milestone birthday not yeah. too long ago. Yeah, and they keep you know, these people come to me and say, "Are you for?" Especially the man, are you for real? <laughs> I think I think I am. I'll go and have a look at my birth certificate. It's held together with so much scotch tape. <laughs> you must have seen so many exciting things in your whole life, Shirley. Well, uh, well I, I grew up in a, during the Depression. Yeah. And I'm an average poor family, you know, we didn't. And my, my my father was just an ordinary laborer. And during the Depression, there was no work here for Married my mother, and then they went to the states. I was born up there in okay. Worcester, Mass. But I'm, a, I tell them all down here, I'm a true Canadian because <laughs> when I was five years old, they came back to Canada, and I got and I got my my citizenship. You know, so even though I was born in the USA, I am a Canadian because I have my yeah. citizenship to prove it. And especially with that lunatic that's floating around up there. I, you know who I mean, don't you? <laughs> we wouldn't say that name. She's a tried and true Canadian. Yeah. He says he wants to make America great. He's the one that messed it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, it's, but, yeah, uh, you've got your, uh, you're yeah. politically savvy even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. My actually, my grandfather was in the navy as well, and, was he? and my my grandparents would have also lived in Halifax during that same time during the Halifax explosion. Oh, and, was that right? Yeah, yeah. My my father in law was in the in the First World War. He remembers all about the Halifax explosion. You know, it was pretty awful, and mm. all those houses were demolished. However, I I've survived. You know. Uh, and we came back to, I lived in four different houses. Well, we bought one in, in the, it was the first one we went to Montreal, we just had an apartment, you know. And then well, we bought a house. And then my second son was by two sons, one son, and he was born in Montreal. And the other one was, was just one year old when we, when we went up. They're both retired. And they, they're 68 and 70, 74, mm. and I'm, I'm starting to get deaf. And they both have hearing aids, and they say I don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> you have some amazing genes. By 65%. I've had it checked with Connect. What would you say, Shirley, is the secret for people to live as long as you and be as healthy and vibrant and amazing as well, you are? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> All that is true. But, you know, I came up the hard way. Worked hard for everything I got. You know, yeah. we had to watch our pennies, and and no, we didn't even have a car in Montreal. Mm-hmm. In those days, the men would not buy anything unless they had the money. Now you all you have, all you need now is a, is a car. I, I don't card, know, just yeah. hard work. And my son had a uh, do for me up at the Brightwood Golf Course, and uh, he said he made a video of me saying that. I wonder why my what made my mother to live so long. Bananas, Rice Krispies. <laughs> <laughs> That's your secret, bananas and I Rice know, Krispies. I know, uh, I'm trying that. But I like anyway, both of those anyway, things. It's um, it's it's it just happened. I didn't plan on kicking around all this <laughs> all these years. And I tell people, you know, down here that it's just one of those things that you know. I I miss I miss not going to church. That's amazing. Not a religious person. I had a brother, a brother-in-law who was a 
minister. He was at St. Paul's Anglican Church in Halifax. He married a girl from Toronto, so they went back there. But there's really no, really no secret. It's just living each day, and, and some days were good, and some days I spent a lot of time alone. My, we inherited this house down a place called Pope's Harbor. You probably never heard of that. It's about 10 miles this side of Sheet Harbor. Okay. Great big 10-room house. And uh, my husband always wanted to be a farmer. I said, oh, I should have been a farm lady. I liked, I liked the city. But then uh, we took it over, and when he retired from North Electric, we um, did it over. And it was uh, quite a challenge. We did get uh, a few trips. Everybody knew. Well, I, I played with bridge with all my neighbors for so many years. That's what I miss. I miss. I did play when I first came here, but then the virus came and shut down everything. Yeah. You know. However, and I draped the house. No, no indoor plumbing, and no lamps. No lights. It was pretty hard. You have kerosene but, lanterns. But we were going back and forth. We had the place in Simon Street. You know, up by up by Brockwood Golf Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They grew up, and the oldest one, Bruce, the one that kind of looks after me here, I kind of look after myself, but, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. he pays all the bills and everything. Yeah. And uh, which is I don't have the worry, you know, after my husband got sick, and I, I couldn't look. I stayed in my house for one year after uh, after he went over to the camp, yeah, and he, he'll be, he'll be uh, just uh, did April the 23rd, and he'll be dead one year. Mm. And yeah, oh, so he lived till he was ninety-seven. Oh my goodness! I was two years older than her than him. Ah, mm. the older woman. And people, and one woman used to say, "Oh, you married a younger man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it was good. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, we had a good life together, mm. and uh, we did go on a few trips. We went, yeah. I finally managed to get him away from Pope Sharper. We went to Barbados and we went mm. to Florida Ooh. and went to Spain. You know, that's exciting. And I made a lot of trips with my son out of Florida. Or that, mm. but well, that's about all. Nothing really. Exciting you would have seen there. a lot of technological advancements throughout time. I'll tell you one thing. When I was growing up, guess how much bread was? Ten cents a pound. Ten cents. Mm, my goodness. Sugar was twenty-five cents a pound. Mm. Butter was fifty cents a pound. Unbelievable. When I think of what I have now and what my parents did, well, you wonder how they ever survived, you know. Mm-hmm. And my mother went to work when I was quite young and because uh, my father was just an ordinary laborer and he depended on the shovel and snow. And those days they didn't get too much of an education. He grew up in the country. He was a good man. He could fix anything. He could bend, bend your shoes or he could mm-hmm. cut every cut everybody's hair and do things like that, you know. Yeah. And when he, when he fixed his clothesline, it stayed fixed. When my husband <laughs> yeah. fixed it. The next day it broke down again. <laughs> so now my mother went to work at the um, helpers and come and then come home and get the, get the three of us off to school, you know. It's a hard life, you know. Mm. I guess I think when I tell my two sons, I hope you appreciate what you have. I'm glad that you have more than I had, you know. And my husband came from a, a poor family. Not poor, but he had, they had really had more than we had. He was a fisherman and from down the eastern shore the same way. But uh, having this brother-in-law in the um, minister, you know, he was brought up kind of strict, but he was the youngest of three. Mm-hmm. She had three boys. You only, you know, he he got all the secondhand clothes from the third. You know, I I got some secondhand clothes too. For I had a cousin, my mother's sister had three girls, so I was glad to get them. You know, but anyway, you, you know, uh, he and he was selling papers when he was ten years old, drinking his own cigarettes. Yeah, he went for when he was merchant navy. He was he was sent to a place called Anticosta Island, uh-huh. off the coast of of Cape Britain. Mm. We thought we were going to be stationed. He was going to be stationed to Sable Island, and I said, "No way, no, because I love pretty to isolated." Go, I mean, on an island with no, no. <laughs> yeah, you so, liked the city life, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. But then he just after the war was over, he decided to uh, join Northern Electric, and he became a, a salesman specialist. And then that's why how we got into Montreal. Mm. 
It was nice up there. I met good friends. The first person I met up there was a woman from Newfoundland, and she knew I missed my family, so she helped me out, you know, and especially when her second son was born up there. She lived until she was about 90, 90-something. 90 How important was having good friends in your uh, life? Oh, most, most important. Yeah. And in here, it's more important to have your people wait for their family to come. And so, you know, when you're young, I had two, three fur coats. I, mm. I took me two years to pay for my for my, my mink coat. You think you need all this stuff when you're young, don't you? And you end up giving it all away. That's a, a good away. life lesson. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like yeah. for you, you working hard. Friends are the most important thing yeah. to me. Yeah. Working hard and earning all the things you got in your life was yeah. very important to you. That's right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. And they still keep in touch with me. And my son in Picto, Bruce is a retired lawyer, and he has this condo here. When he was uh, studying to be a lawyer, there was no jobs here. So he he went out to Calgary, and yeah. he got a job out there. So he spent a lot of his time out there. I made many, many trips to Calgary mm-hmm. when he was out there. Uh, you know, now that he's retired, now he's out there now for, good, for two months skiing. He, he's got a condo out there. They haven't got enough snow out there. <laughs> when I, they need to come to Nova Scotia. Uh, I know, and... Uh, Yesterday, it was just like spring out there. Mm. Now, when they first went out there, it was so bitterly cold, they had to close the, the ski resort. Mm. They could, your face would freeze. And my other son, well, he got married and went to Picto, and he has a family up there. They're, they're golfers and curlers, yeah. you know. An active lifestyle is important. Oh, it's, it's so much for them to do now. And I have a, I have a two... Uh, I have a, a, a Bruce, the one here. He he, he wasn't married, but the one in Picto had a boy and a girl. Jeff, my grandson is with the Coast Guard, mm-hmm. and my granddaughter, she's a doctor, and now she has a, a little boy. So I, I have two two grandchildren, a boy and a girl, and then I have two great grandchildren. Oh. One is is uh, just one year old, and the other one is three. They live they live in Picto, so they're close to the parents, you know. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. When you think back in your life, Shirley, what? is there any period that was the happiest to you? The, the most joyful? Oh, well, I think it's when your children were small. Yeah. You know, it was tough going, you know, and I spent many a lonely days in Montreal, why did I ever get married? <laughs> <laughs> but then I, and, and then, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm on Simon Street, I made a lot of good friends when we came out. We're so happy to come back, and we bought, bought that house on Simon Street. And then after my son moved me in here, I, was, I, I thought I was going to die. I said, I can't leave my house. And and it was a big change to come from, from a house to, a, to a, an apartment because I'd never been used to that before. Yeah. You know, I miss not being able to open my front door and my back door and go down to my deck and my garden. And mm-hmm. my, Bruce used to say, Mom, you're living in the past. I said, Bruce, the past is my life, which mm-hmm. is the truth, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it took me a long time, and then I broke my other hip, and then I had my knee replaced, replaced my knee, and then I broke my shoulder. So there's not much left. Well, you seem to get around <laughs> just fine. But I still got my mind, and my and my eyes are pretty are good, you know. Yes, that's but, wonderful. Uh, it's just wish I right now. I wish I could get around a little bit better, but mm. as long as I, I mean, I managed to come down to my meals, you know, and mm-hmm. that's a my and I get to one and that a lot of things. Good things going on here. Mm-hmm. At the, at what did you like to do for fun when you l- were younger in the city? Did you like to go see concerts or movies? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to. Well, that that's all. That was all we could afford mm-hmm. to go to a movie. Uh, the odd time we go to Neptune, you know, when we when we could afford it. My husband would sell papers, and then he'd have enough money to take me to the, <laughs> the movie. Yeah, I, I skated. I was good. I was a good skater. But there's no such thing as curling or anything like that. We probably couldn't afford it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I never golfed a day in my life, but I'm a member of Brightwood Golf Course. But after you get 90, I guess you become a I said, why am I a member, Bruce? I never should. <laughs> after you get 90, you become automatically become a member. 
But it's a, it's a whole new, this is a whole new world that I grew yeah. up in. And some is good and some is not good. Years ago, when you got old, you, if you came to Dartmouth, I used to hear that you were going down to the loony place down south. And that's what really well, It's not so bad now. That was the Dartmouth reputation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, lovers of Mike and Kristen, among whom I count myself, by the way. If you're wondering who is this disembodied voice interrupting my favorite podcast, you might have missed their lucky number 33 episode. Well, it was lucky for me because I got to be the guest. My name is Nancy Regan, and I am a super fan of the dynamic duo who serve up this podcast every week. And as so often happens with their guests, we have become fast friends since first meeting when we recorded our episode. And now I'm taking our relationship to a whole new level by being a sponsor of their podcast. But I've decided to use most of my time during what's supposed to be an ad for my book to rave about Kristen and Mike. This is their 100th episode. Cue the raucous applause sound effects, please. I'm so damn thrilled for them that they've found a loyal and enthusiastic following. And hey, what's not to love? These two bring light to every interaction. They bring their full hearts, sharp minds, and brilliant creativity to every conversation. And we get to benefit. Take this episode, for instance. We get to meet Shirley and be inspired by this incredible human. My book is called From Showing Off to Showing Up, and it's about my imposter's journey from perfect to present. It's all about learning to let go of all the shit that prevents us from living our authentic lives. It's available in paperback, ebook, and now audiobook on Audible and Kobo, read by me. You can also catch me on the Canadian Love Map podcast and make sure you look for our episode on Mike and Kristen. Okay, my time's up. So now back to the show. No such thing as computers. I'm trying to learn. I don't know how to go online. I was a shopper at McMahon. Yeah. Do you have an email address? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I have a Gmail. And when I first came in there, out, right out there where the head office is, where Peggy is, that was the library. Learned about the computers yeah. in there. But there's so much more um, uh, that I could learn, you know, and they, they have new activities here now. Yeah. No. Is there anything in your life that you wish that you had got to do, Shirley, that you haven't done yet? Maybe it's a place you wanted to see or an experience no. you wanted to have. Oh, well, when we were playing bridge with two tables of bridge every second Wednesday at different homes, the most people, every one of those, they're all gone but me. Mm. I can't believe it. Mm. <laughs> well, no, not really. Of course, when I was young, I was... I, uh, I had all my rich cousins, I and they're all gone. I used to envy them. They had nice homes, nice cars. No, not really. I mean, my, my mother didn't live very long. She she died when she was 65, 67. Mm -hmm. She died on the bus coming in from St. Margaret's Bay. But my father lived till he was 88. And so I guess that's where I get the DG. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any advice you would give to your younger self, Shirley? Any what? Any advice you would give to yourself when you were a, a little girl, if you could go back in time, what would you tell her? I was always trying to lose weight right up until mm. I came in here. I, if I lost a half a pound, everybody on Simon Street knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change, unfortunately, well, with no, women. not huh? really. I mean, um, you know, when you're young, you wish you had everything, you know, but... When, well, you look, and nowadays, my son is a fifth. If his head teacher your picto, I go up there and he'll say, how many pairs of shoe sneakers have you got? And I spoke 10. Well, Mom, I am a fifth ed teacher. <laughs> He's like <laughs> me. Important. He's a right down to oak door type. You know, they're great. And they have a nice family. They have the boy and the girl. But no, I, no nothing. I mean, when, of course, when you're young, you... I just wish that my husband had bought a car when we were in Montreal so we could get around. Mm. <laughs> I guess what you, what you don't have, you never miss. <laughs> it seems like living a very modest life was important to you yeah. and that you were content with all that you had. Oh, yes. Yeah. In those days, you know, as soon as you 
Well, I was old enough to get the 16, 17, I took, took and in those days they had business course, and, and I took a business course, and uh, and then I, I start working at the telephone company. So I used to say that your telephone bills, when you got made a long distance call, I type out the they would go with your with your bill, you know. Okay. Of course, now it's all it's all computers, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I worked I worked there for three years after I was married. I think uh, as you get up like now, I just like to you know what I give anything for a new shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's what just bugging me now. Mm-hmm. But I get up in the morning and I you know I could just lay there and say oh. How many days since I've been here? Five years that I've ever slept in, you know. Mm-hmm. But you just have to find, you have to plan your days. As long as you get out to one activity a day, that breaks up the day, and then you go down for your meal. So, you know, and I have a lot of, I like like company. I, I have my, some, a few of my neighbors are still left, so they come mm-hmm. to visit me. And as long as I can get around and get myself dressed. And, so you, you've and, been you know, active your whole life, always yeah. Playing bridge or visiting right. friends yeah, or yeah. hiking. That's most important. Yeah. That seems like, yeah. That's most important. Seems like once you stop, that's when yeah. when things can can go the, the wrong way for some people. Yeah. I still get it once a week to my my, my favorite shop with Micmac Mall was sellers mm-hmm. and they treasures. They left and went to the United States. Mm. And then they come back, and they had the nerve to have one, one little, not even the whole, not even the whole uh, floor of, in the bay. So I've switched now. My, my favorite store is Giant Tiger. Giant Tiger. <laughs> my dad likes that. A little shout out to, to GT. And are so good. <laughs> yeah. And then I have, a, I have that. I have a scooter, but I'm waiting now until the weather gets nicer. Shirley, were you born on Halloween? Is that correct? Yeah, well, it's time to be born, eh? Did you have fun times on Halloween because it was your oh, birthday? Oh, yeah, well, my neighbors, and nobody forgot your birthday. Mm-hmm. And after we gave the goodies out to the children, they they would come to my house and have a, a cake and everything. Yeah. Lots of candy for your birthday, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> it, was a, it was a lot of fun, you know, and now the mm-hmm. whole street has changed. I still keep in touch with the woman, but the woman that bought my house, she cut down all my trees. Oh, for my cedar trees, I put I planted those after they went over to Camp Hill. But and they, but they have a, the whole neighborhood has changed, you know. Yeah. Uh, and one 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 neighbor from Newfoundland, she's still there. She's only eighty five, so yeah. she's not. She's, she's young only, one. She's only young compared yeah. to me. <laughs> Did yeah. you ever like to have a a drink, Shirley? A drink I of wine, a glass of beer, a little shot of rum. Uh, <laughs> they had this great big party for me at New Year's, on uh, my birthday, thirty up at Brightwood. My son had because he was a member up there, and I had some of my my old neighbors and that. He said, well, "I said, I, Bruce, I don't know why I'm, why I'm kicking around so long." He said, "Mom, the two things you didn't do, you didn't drink or you didn't smoke." Yeah, mm. there you go. <laughs> These are all good so tips. My, what do you look forward to each day? Not much, really, is there? <laughs> I, you can't plan when you're a hundred what you're going to do. <laughs> I haven't got much time. I, oh, I have a few things. I, I'd like to see my great grandchildren. And I'd like to go back down and see Peggy's Cove again. That's, yeah. that's all new. And I was growing up, you know, we never got down to see it. People used to come up to visit me in Montreal. What? You never never were down to Peggy's Cove and you lived down there? But we never had a car to get around. You've never been to Peggy's Cove? Oh, no, Cove? I was here once or twice. <laughs> you just want but, to go back. But now yeah. since it's... Well, but it's but since it's done over. Right. The government yeah, took it over. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's really, you know... So much nicer. Yes. I'd like to go to the casino once more. I used yeah. to go to the, with the senior citizens on Oxaloni Street, when Glenn used to go to Pope Pebra and the fog rolled in. There's no way I was going down there in the fog. <laughs> so I'd stay up here <laughs> and I'd go down there and play bingo or, and have my lunch down there. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place, you know. What was your maiden name, Shirley? Hubley, H-U-B-L-A-Y. Okay. My father was from Moses River. Mm-hmm. Down the eastern shore, mm-hmm. where the fog rolls in, and we never could get down there very much, you know. 
hard-working family. Mm-hmm. But they, everybody down that eastern shore, they lived. My husband's grandparents, the old host that we took over in Pope Shiver, he lived he only was nearly 98. Hard love. You wonder how they ever survived. Mm-hmm. I, I took over. And the old Sears in the, um, you know, like I was going up to the, my husband, we finished all the vanishers and paneled every room in that in that house. Papered the bedroom ones upstairs. Underneath the underneath the stairs going up, I went with the old moldy carpet. We tore it up, and it was kind of puffy. And I thought, oh, that must be foam rubber or something underneath. Guess what it was? Dried leaves. Oh, no. <laughs> they never, never you. Uh, used everything possible because they didn't have anything, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The this, house I grew up in was built in 1802. Where was that? In the Annapolis Valley. Oh, and was it that? Did you ever know any tea sales up there? Don Teasdale? Hmm. That doesn't mean anything. He, uh, he was with Teasdale and with the car people. Okay. Yeah. And in the Annapolis Valley, we I was up there one time. Yeah. 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 And, and, <laughs> And we did renovations on our house, and oh. we found corn cobs in the in the walls that they used for insulation. Is a corn? Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same same thing as the leaves. They just use whatever they could find, I suppose. Oh, they had to, you know, in those days. And uh, yeah, which I don't know how they ever survived. They big families with ten people lived in that. Ten they were pillars. tough. Just the imitation fireplace, you know. Mm-hmm. Wonder what was behind. That's where the pipe went through from one room to the other. So you could, yeah. I mean, we didn't have any further fire. I said, well, I'm not going to come down here if you don't do more waterizer. So we used to have the bridge game to go down there. The men went outside to the outdoor outhouse, and the, we had an artificial bathroom, you know. Mm-hmm. But we said, my my husband, he did. All, he wasn't a electrician or anything, but he put a he put an alarm system in that great big house. He was handy at doing things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. We both like to work and do yeah. satisfaction. You know, he would do it the outdoors, and I I do the inside. I have to take a lot of stuff with me, <laughs> do to keep myself busy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I got to know some of the neighbors and that, yeah. And of course, I learned to drive the car. Everything I did in my life the hard way. I learned to make homemade bread. I had so many failures, and even after my sons went out west and the other one went to Picto, my husband said, why are you still making homemade bread? There's only the two of us. Well, if you only knew how many, I learned so hard to, in years to make it. I <laughs> I have, still have to make it, and I give it to the neighbors, oh, or people would cut my grass or shovel my snow, because mm-hmm. later on we had permanent people to do that, you know. Yeah. And then... Uh, and then the next big thing was that car sitting by the door, and my son used to say, all the mothers are driving cars. I, I learned, I learned to, pay, to drive that car. And that mm-hmm. was another hard thing, coming here and no car. It's just like losing your left arm. Your arm. Mm-hmm. So, but, but, you know, I, if, I, if, if I was driving the car now, they put me off the road when they found out how old I was, wouldn't they? <laughs> put me in prison. <laughs> but you get it. You it takes you a while. Everybody in here misses her car. You're an amazing lady, Shirley. What? We're, we're so glad to get to to hear all these stories from you and learn from you and <laughs> and find out about your I, your past and and yeah. well, and how you got to be at this point in your life where you're inspiring other people. Well, that's what they say. I, why I'm not that important? I do have a college degree. I'm not, I've done, I haven't done anything spectacular. <laughs> you know, we just want. You're very uh, important. This is a very special day for uh, us, Shirley. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we really appreciate for somebody. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and we know that we know that you've got some activities tonight, or there's things happening around here. We we won't keep you much longer. But is there anything else that you would like to share that we you haven't know, asked I, you about? And there's a few things here that I would change, but I, <laughs> it's not up to me. I was, it was bad here during the virus. Uh, yeah. You couldn't yeah. talk to That's, anybody. It was the same with everybody. You've seen a lot of things in your life, Shirley. Um, yeah. A little virus isn't going to stop you there. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I'm not, I made it this far. So. Yeah. You're but a survivor. The, when you think of it, you know, you, 
I could have uh, cancer. I skipped that. My all my family died of heart attacks. My mother, my two brothers, and they all died of heart attacks. You know, but I guess it just wasn't to be. You know. That's right. You, you were meant to stick around. Busy. Yeah, I try to keep up with events and mm. what's going on, and that 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 kind of helps too. You know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot worse things you know in life, and you think of all of them. You get to a certain age and you can't look after yourself. What are you supposed to do? You know. And I'm going to fight this shoulder. It p- catches me once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I've had it x-rayed, and they said, I had a little fall not too long ago, about three weeks ago. But I didn't, I don't know, not on this shoulder. This is, everything was on the left side, my broken shoulder, my, my broken hip. I mean, but didn't break anything on the Thank goodness that would have been the end. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. But they didn't break anything, just uh I just have to take it easy, that's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. I can't go like I used to. I wonder why. <laughs> well, you were certainly energetic here with us today, yeah, and yeah. you did a wonderful job with your interview. Yeah. We're, we're really happy well, that we get to spend you, some time together. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Well, yeah. thanks again so much, Shirley. Yeah. And we wish you all the best and everything oh, ahead. thank you. <laughs> and we'll come back and interview you on your 110th birthday. Well, we wish you lots of happiness and health in in the years to come. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, everyone. Shirley Hilchey. There you have it, friends. Yeah, what a gal. 100th episode spoken from our 100-year-old friend. Yeah, yeah, she's she's the... Centenarian. Centenarian. We're going to be 199, we determined. This is our plan. So I want to die on my 100th birthday, which is June 9th, and fall asleep in my birthday cake, like a little pillow, like in the icing of it. And I think we determined you would still be 99 and that you were going to die on the same day by getting thrown off an alpaca that was going to be at my birthday party. Yeah. So we've got a plan. That's what's going to happen for us. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, if something glo- to look forward to. If really. global warming doesn't take us all down, mm, the cake might be melting. But <laughs> just a softer. Pillow. We'll live in some type of bubble where we we can do all that. As long as we're together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, and in two days, on the sixteenth is our eight-year anniversary. That's right. February 16th. I'm pretty sure I read recently that's the average length of a marriage now. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can make it till then. Oh, well, we're going to be Two 199, days. so we got a yeah. long, long road ahead, uh, my dear. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll celebrate. We'll post some stuff from our... We're going to go to a, a little spot down in the valley, and yeah, we'll we'll have more cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more, more fun things. We'll keep you in the loop. But yeah, if you have a good idea for what our quote segment should be called that you think is better than thoughts and things. That's a tough one to beat. But uh, thank you, Rod, for that suggestion. And anyone else who has ideas for the segment or special guests that you would like to feature, then uh, we'd love to hear from you, as always. Okay, thanks for tuning in, folks. And uh, yeah, thanks for being with us 100 weeks in a row. We have amazing people out there, and we feel very lucky and privileged to get to communicate with you every week and have you tune in and and spread the word of what we're doing here. But yeah, it means so much to us. And yeah, we'll be back next week and keep this train a-rolling. Choo-choo. Woo!